The homilies for sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at Christ the King Catholic Church in South Bend, Indiana, a parish of the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Each homily is preceded by a reading of the scripture upon which it was based. While the content is the same as the homily preached, it has been recreated for the quality of the podcast. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law, and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. But Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. So this morning as we look at this Gospel account of the calling of Bartholomew, also known as Nathaniel, I think there are two takeaways that we might find useful. The first is brought to mind as we look at the rapid change in Nathaniel's perspective from his opening line to his post-fig tree comment. I mean, he goes from questioning how anything good can come from Nazareth, let alone the Messiah, to quickly declaring Jesus the Son of God and King of Israel. And all of this based on Jesus' simple and frankly underwhelming revelation that Jesus saw him under a fig tree. Now there is speculation as to the symbolism of the fig tree and what Nathaniel may have been thinking as he was sitting under it, but I think the explanation is much simpler. Did you ever make a less than positive comment about someone and then realize they might have overheard what you said? And then in order to undo the slight, when you spoke with them, you tried to compensate for any damage done by vigorously complimenting or affirming them. Well, I can't help but think that this just might be what's going on here. When Jesus tells Nathaniel he saw him under the fig tree, Nathaniel thinks, oh no, if he saw me under the fig tree, he probably also heard my Nazareth comment. So now being impressed by Jesus and believing he could well be the Messiah, he overstates that belief in order to make up for the earlier deprecating comment. The point being that no matter what tree we grew up under, be it palm, apple, oak, maple, or cactus, Jesus knew us then and he knows us now. So we should watch what we say about Jesus because he hears and sees everything. And the second thing we might consider in this gospel is Jesus' positive comment about Nathaniel having no duplicity in him. Now, duplicity comes from a Latin word, duplic, meaning twofold, and is the root of such words as duplex and duplicate. Duplicity, while broadly meaning deceitful, specifically addresses folks that are two-faced or pretend to be one thing while actually being another. So, since Jesus thinks the absence of duplicity is a valued character trait, 
today might be a good time to assess the existence or potential for duplicity in our actions, especially given the Jesus rant we've been listening to all week as he points out the hypocritical actions of the Pharisees. I don't mean to suggest that any of us are intentionally deceitful, but only that sometimes in subtler, more inconspicuous ways, duplicity can sneak into our lives without our noticing. For example, do we proudly claim our faith in the church parking lot, but keep it out of our conversation in the parking lot at work, the grocery store, the gym, or the golf course? Do we happily and thankfully claim God's mercy for our many faults, but demand justice for all the faults of others? Do we proclaim Jesus to be the Son of God and present in the Eucharist, yet rely on our own resources rather than calling on Him in faith when the going gets tough and the day's challenges take us out of our comfort zone? Now these are just a few of the ways a little duplicity might creep into our daily lives, and surely you might think of others. And while I don't believe I've ever heard of a duplicity prayer, Perhaps for today, at least, we might craft one in memory of St. Bartholomew, asking through his intercession that we might avoid duplicity in all its forms and proudly proclaim in all we do that Jesus is the Son of God and the King of our lives. For questions or comments on this homily, write to Deacon Joe 2017 at gmail.com.